0: Because of the coronavirus epidemic and to respect social distancing guidelines, this episode of Civil Politics was recorded remotely over Zoom. Good evening and welcome to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm Michael Dow and I'm doing the show tonight with my good friend John Roberts. Hello. And uh, yeah, we're here to talk about the politics and try and be civil about it and stuff. <clears throat> um, <laughs>
1: Sue is off this is off this week because uh, she is attending a function with her people. Um, she's singing the songs of her people. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what. I don't know the Mandalorians. What... <laughs> <laughs> no they're, the Mandalorians are way cooler than Republicans um, <laughs> I I don't know what what would be a Republican Carol I don't know anyway uh, apologies for last week because I recorded my voice on the conversation but not Sue's
0: <laughs> and I was flying home from Mexico so I yeah. couldn't be on the show so yeah
1: <laughs> but we, we got a great show for you this week
0: indeed um, and God, did I mention that this is uh, Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP, 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts?
1: I, think I don't it know, but it, it is Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP, 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts.
0: Yes, it is. Streaming and
1: live on valleyfreeradio.org.
0: Indeed, uh, wherever the internet is available. And uh, yeah, <clears throat> so, uh, and if you'd like to talk to us about uh, our show or or Valley Free Radio. Well, actually, if you're interested in Valley Free Radio, you should go to valleyfreeradio.org and Definitely. They have website, contact info, all that stuff. You can even donate to them and help keep that plucky little nonprofit on the air. What? But uh yeah. Crazy. It's, it is. It is. Uh yeah, and spring fund drives coming up folks, so, you know, Go ahead and send us a, send us a contribution. It's tax deductible. But uh, beyond that, uh, we'd love to hear from you. You can, we're still on the Twitter, at least for the moment at civil politics, <laughs> FM, uh, facebook.com slash civil politics radio, or just email contact at CivilPoliticsRadio dot com, And then go to that website for recordings of the, sh- of other episodes of the show and supplementals and other good stuff. So, yeah, but speaking yeah. of speaking of Twitter, which we have done a number of times here on the show but just oh man just the the Elon Musks continued ability to just like completely not understand what is good about that site wh- why people actually cared about it um just i don't know it it just yeah, uh, yeah. like i'm kind of impressed honestly like it's a it's a kind of talent uh
1: <laughs> it is it is definitely a kind of talent yeah I, i'm not going to disagree with that um yeah so last week we found out that npr was leaving twitter mm-hmm. um they were they're not like deleting their accounts but they aren't of like any of the npr accounts and the um Sub accounts like they're, their podcast account or their um code they're, search or whatever—they're like they, all now
0: lying fallow.
1: Exactly, they—they're not, they're not doing anything with them, and the last tweets are all here's where you can find us other places. Um, yep. They are not uh disallowing their reporters or anybody else from not using Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, it's up to them, but as the corporation of NPR, they're not using it because uh, they were labeled as state funded media by by Twitter cuz Twitter is starting to um label or news organizations like more news organizations so yeah. um, the state tv from North Korea or Russia or China those have been uh labeled as state affiliated media which is good because you know you want to see like if someone's posting um propaganda then you'd want to know like this is from like Russia today you know or I forget what right. it's actually called um but they started doing that with the BBC and NPR well NPR n- like they're they're not state affiliated but that's the that's the the conservative like
0: well I thought man. they I thought they said – I thought the the specific label was state-funded, which is I believe 4% true in the case of National Public Radio.
1: Less than 1% actually.
0: Oh, okay. For the
1: national corporation, like if you look at like um, the average of like uh, local stations, it Mm -hmm. might be like 13%, but the vast majority of their funding comes from – yeah. Um, the public. So they were first ne- um they were first uh labeled as state affiliated media. Mm-hmm. Then um they then NPR was like, what's going on? And then and then Twitter changed it to government funded media. And NPR was like, No. And <laughs> then uh uh they went silent, you know, because yeah. like they were they had already made the decision. Um in an interview with the bbc who is also getting labeled like this the bbc like they, they were like what's why what's going on that's this is this is going to make people think that we're like mouthpieces so he then said well then we can we can we can change it to publicly funded and that didn't convince anybody an NPR to stay. But the, the thing that I'm getting from this is that he has no idea how to label things. And there are no parameters of how yeah. to label things. He didn't do any research. He didn't think about like, and the, the main thing, like, and I, this, a lot of this information is coming from an NPR article. Um, uh, because I wanted to get it from the horse's mouth, you know, like why they didn't do it, why why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah. Um. So they uh the 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 CEO. Um. Think John Lansing. He said that they didn't want to be affiliated with that, with being labeled like that, and and this volatility, because they they have reporters in different countries. And if right. and if people look on Twitter and they say, oh, it's state affiliated, then those reporters might be in danger.
0: Sure. You know? And well and and also it's it, it certainly lends credence to the idea of like, how do we know these NPR reporters aren't secretly working for the CIA?
1: Exactly. You know. Their credibility, you know, like yeah. NPR is very, very centrist. I'm not gonna make any votes about that. You know, yeah. And that, that is a good and bad thing. they they can go into both yeah. sides as some hardcore, which is why I anytime I listen to NPR, it's kind of like with a grain of salt, right? Yeah. But they do try. Yeah. You know, like so like I, I heard in a an interview like a while ago about like pregnancy. Um, and they referred to people as people who people who were pregnant instead of like women. Pregnant mm-hmm. women. They were just people with uteruses, people who are pregnant, which is really nice, Yeah, you know, um, which is why like a lot of conservatives are pissed at them, but now that was last week and now it's, it's gotten worse, uh, because Twitter has gone through with removing the blue check now. Yep. The blue check, if you've been on Twitter and you see a, an account with a blue check, that means over the past 10 years, those accounts have been verified. This is a a celebrity. This is a company. And Twitter, may, like for however they did it, they verified that that was the correct person. Or organization and that's what the blue check meant
0: that really is you know uh, award-winning author stephen king that really is the walt disney company that exactly. really is that you really know, that, is eli Lilly. Y- right exactly yes <laughs>
1: <laughs> now what like a while for, for good
0: there, or for bad but nevertheless like that you're you're getting actual information from exactly who and you, who can you trust think it that, is you know yeah
1: um, like for example, like a, a while ago, they were experimenting with taking with um, Twitter Blue, and now yep. if you pay Twitter eight dollars a month, you get a blue check. So, a while ago, they did that, and then someone made an account that looked like Eli Lilly, and they said, yep. "We're just making that um insulin's now insulin, free, insulin's now free," and their stock plummeted by millions and billions of dollars. <laughs> Right. They lost a, sh- sh- a ton of market share. So now all the blue checks are gone. And it, please don't miss the fact that it is 420 as we're recording this today uh, because Elon Musk is a child. So. <laughs> Oh,
0: yeah. So is that (laughs) why he
1: picked today, do you think? I'm assuming. um, Also, side note, just a fun thing. He has three cars um, from Tesla. The Model S, the Model X, and the Model 3. Okay. S3X.
0: Oh, and the, the three is a backwards E. So. It's supposed to be an
1: E. Yeah, the thing is that he actually tried to get the the rights to name his car the Model E, and they wouldn't let him.
0: Huh. It's,
1: it's just a teenager with billions of dollars. So he so now all of those blue checks are gone. Like, they are gone. And the only way to get a check on, uh, on Twitter now is to either pay Twitter $8 a month which means you get a blue check, you're quote unquote verified by like providing your phone number, whatever. Sure. You can get a gold check, which is an organization, uh-huh. uh, which like, let's say Disney or Rolling Stone or something like that.
0: The United States Department of Commerce.
1: Well, the a government agency would get a gray check.
0: Okay. And do they have to pay for that?
1: I have no idea. I don't think they have to pay for it because it's, it's government. But like Disney, let's say, they have to pay $1,000 a month for- and I,
0: Do we do we know if Disney's actually going to do that? They are. I checked. Okay. All right. Because cause on the one hand, it's like, eh, Disney, you know, like a company that makes that many billions of dollars is not going to notice- $12,000 a month, you know, it's like, yeah, or, or a true. year, it's like, whatever. But well, at the same time, you know, they, they definitely are a company that believes in value for money. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, you know, is this really worth it to them? And I, well,
1: this is the the interesting thing about this is that <clears throat> it's, it's kind of like when um, a, a TV show, has a random like like a funny or or a fake website yeah the production company has to buy that website before someone
0: else gets it right okay so this is the
1: same thing like this isn't like a value thing this is a preventative thing just like the eli Lilly, the eli Lilly situation
0: i I, okay i i see so you know when when john oliver creates a, a you know mentions you know uh uh www. you know elon musk is a is a clown.com. they've already bought that domain or something exactly okay because that makes sense
1: you know like through the years there have been a lot of people that buy like uh, uh sites after they were mentioned and then yeah. <laughs> put like horrible stuff on it so if let's say another company X Company If they want Mm -hmm. to have a Twitter account and they don't want anybody else doing, they have to pay $1,000 a month. And if they want to have any of their sub-accounts, like let's say Disney Disney Plus or Disney Parks or something like that, for them to all show that they're verified, Disney then has to pay $50 a month additional for each um, account, however many accounts they have.
0: Well, I'm sure this will help Mr. Musk recoup his forty-four billion dollar investment in no time. It won't. The biggest <laughs>
1: thing though, and the reason I'm mentioning this all is that this is kind of a um like a hijacking. Like yeah. a like a company that has a that's publicly traded, that has a lot to lose if they if they are impersonated easily on mm-hmm. Twitter, that means they have to pay this money like there's no choice yeah like, a, like there there's no choice for them to to not do especially like big ones like illy Lilly or 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 new york times or or some something like that like they need to pay this so there are um a number of accounts that are just saying you know what screw it we're not doing it we're not we're not playing this game anymore um and they're just going dark and the, and the thing about that is like, this is Twitter is actually pretty important. Like it's a, it's a major communication tool. People use it for, um, organizing and, and the spread of information, like the free flow spread of information is very important. So having, having, uh, companies and, and especially newer news organizations <coughs> mm-hmm. being like screwed over like this is frightening frightening. Yeah. And again, that's why I'm bringing it up. It's not because like I I don't like Elon Musk. I don't. Uh let's not get it twisted, but that's not the only reason. Uh cuz if well, I just wanted to make fun of Elon Musk, then I could just talk about his stupid rocket that keeps exploding.
0: Right? well th- ah, this so is hybrid. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. But th- this this is this is this is one of the reasons why you don't like mr musk very much and yeah you know yeah i you know as a you know a a opinionated white guy who lives on inherited wealth i certainly understand the appeal of you know like you're not really nearly as smart as you think you are what you say isn't nearly as clever as you think it sounds you know like i i look in the mirror and say that to myself at least once a day so like i get it <laughs> yeah <laughs> very <laughs> much do i get it it's But just yeah but, and,
1: and <sighs> yeah it's very dangerous this whole thing is very dangerous just for just for the public good you know like, we have to really think about the like online companies, like social media companies. They're, they have, a, they are very, very valuable to the public good, but also we can't let them be just the public square because that would just go crazy. Um, well, which I'm is rem- unfortunate. Like, they, if there
0: has to be a middle ground, I'm reminded of one of the, the, so, uh, as I've mentioned more than once on the show, I used to, uh, be one of the owners of a comic book store in Northampton. We sell comics and games and stuff like that. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. You were, uh, I miss it too. Actually, I miss working there sometimes and, you know, and I mean, let's face it, you know, having to work kind of sucks, but you know, I actually do. I'm, I miss the, you know, interacting with customers and, you know, just being in the mix of like, oh, here, here's a new comics this week. Ooh, check out this new game. And, you know, on all that stuff, that was all pretty cool. Um, but the guy who started the company is my friend, Jim Crocker and Jim, uh, he probably got this from somewhere, but uh, uh, the way he put it is like, you know, there's, you know, there's your home and there's your work. But then there are what he called third spaces, you know, like you go out and uh, it, it's a place, you know, where, you know, you're not at home, but you're not at work. So you're interacting with other people and it's part of what pulls a society together. It's like a like a bar you, or, a, or, or a club or a comic or, book store or a comic you know? or a story. Yeah, like yeah. A, and Twitter and Twitter was that to some extent still is like a a global third space, like yes. because because like it's all about posting short bits of text. yeah, you can put in links, and yeah, you can drop in like a YouTube video if you want, and so forth. But uh, you know, fundamentally, it's you know you 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 write uh, a short pithy little message and you put it out there. And if you want to say a whole bunch of things, you string them together. But just the The simplicity and convenience of like, here is a little, you know, 140 character thing, make of it what you will, um, you know, a pithy engagement or whatever. Um, It it created this. um, I don't know. It's part of it's because uh, it doesn't take a lot of bandwidth just to transmit text. So you can follow it even when you don't have like a super high speed internet connection or whatever. Uh, it's something you can conveniently do from your phone. You can do when you're out in the world, um, and it puts uh, a conversation uh, on sort of more equal footing, uh, to, no matter who you are. Like you, yeah, you may have a big check mark and it says you're the New York Times or whatever, but it's still it's a tweet from mm-hmm. me or from the president of the united states and you know uh people can react to it in sort of the same way and it it creates this um it creates this kind of public space that um you know didn't used to exist before um it's it's one of the moments where it's like oh all right, yeah, this internet thing's actually kind of cool. Look, look what it's created that we haven't had before. You know, like in human history, mm-hmm. this this forum where people all over the planet can be can at least potentially be interacting and 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 talking to one another and spinning off into side conversations, and that can be really interesting. And you know, I I honestly really love Twitter for all the the people I've gotten to. Follow and learn about and stuff like that because of that. Yeah, Um, me too. And um, there's a lot of value in that, but it's it is somewhat difficult to monetize. It's 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 not something you can. You know, it's not like it's a subscription service. It's not, you know, Disney Plus or whatever, where it's like, look, if you want to watch The Mandalorian, if you want to see the new Marvel show, then you just you got to do it. You just got to suck it up and watch it. And that's, fine. (laughs) you know, you get whatever. Um, So it's it's just a a very different prospect. And, you know, and it's one that uh, uh, doesn't lend itself to. Uh, somebody with more money than cents buying it up and then treating it like it's his own toy uh, and or trying to like make as much money out of it as possible. It's like, that's just, just not how it works. And, you know, at my comic book store, we certainly were a for-profit business and we were profitable for many years. And one of the reasons why we closed is because like some of the, the underlying trends and how people buy comics and, And how games were being produced and whatnot meant it's like, oh, our revenue, you know, our margins are shrinking and and we're having some revenue drops. And so we're going to close before things go totally south. But, you know, we weren't trying to, like, make the most money possible because, like, you don't open a comic book store to do that.
1: (laughs) No, (laughs) but, you know, you open it for a love of the game. That's what it is. Like, right. literally, love of the game.
0: <laughs> literally, yes. Well, literally, love of the game and love of the kind of community, the kind of people who were like, oh, my God, a, a comic book store. Oh, my God, a store where we can go and play D&D or whatever, you know? Yeah. So that was that was a big part of it. And, um, you know, uh, if, Mr., if Mr. Musk had sort of had that attitude when he bought Twitter, I think he'd be much more satisfied with his purchase, however much he'd spent on it, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, because one of the one of the potential perks of having astonishing amounts of money like that is just like, yeah, I paid too much. I paid too much for it. Or I paid more than it was actually commercially worth shrug. I wanted it, (laughs) you know, it's, it's, it's cool. And I wanted to be its sole protector or whatever. And it's like, okay, but that's, that's not where he's going. And, oh my God, we're almost done with the first half here. And I wanted to spend, spin this into saying, uh, You know, but part of part of the reason why Twitter is becoming so contentious is because and the whole thing with checkmarks matters is because people are like, well, what's a real news source and what isn't? Um, And uh, the 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 big lawsuit where Dominion uh, Voting Systems was suing uh, Fox News for all the lies Fox News told about them during the 2020 election and in the aftermath uh, has been settled. And yeah. uh, the the downside is Fox News does not have to public on air publicly admit that they made it all up, that it's lies and they knew they were lies when they said it. Uh, but on the other hand, uh, they do have to sp- have to pay Dominion seven hundred and eighty seven million dollars, which yep. is just a large chunk of change. It's a little it's slightly less than half of what they'd asked for. They asked for 1.6 billion mm-hmm. and they got just under 800 million. So, um I I'm, I'm not an expert on on civil suits, but I'm pretty sure paying something like, you know, 48, 49 cents on the dollar uh for that big of a of a lawsuit is just uh uh you know, to settle. You know, it hasn't like it didn't go to trial. They you know, there wasn't any actual judgment uh, uh ruling that they had to pay just to like, you know, which Fox News could have con- contested and appealed and whatever. This is them saying, screw it, we're done. And they're willing to basically pay that much up front to get things to stop is. Wow, that 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 <laughs> they were really desperate to to settle this, I think. Yeah. in I think in part because uh, it had just come out last week that Fox News had lied to the court during the discovery, mm-hmm. um, among other things. They they told the court, and you know, they told Dominion and and thus the the actual court that uh, Rupert Murdoch did not have a formal position in Fox News Corporation. You know, like sure he owned it, but he he wasn't like you know chief. They said something he wasn't another,
1: like on the. Like, he uh, didn't
0: He didn't have a formal actual job title, yeah. but he does. Yeah. He actually is part of the actual leadership structure and that, you know, you, you can't lie to a court like that, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like that, that's a, that's a thing. And so, uh, the court had actually appointed a, a special master, an outside expert to basically come in and vet. Fox's discovery and just be like so what else did you lie about what else do you have to reveal because you were trying to hide it from us and i think i think that coming out is why uh ultimately they settled is they don't want like like whatever whatever however embarrassing what's come out already has been the fact that they tried to hide this from the league from the the court the discovery process from you know from being admitted into the trial record uh and they were willing to lie to do it suggested that there's stuff that's really bad just incredibly damning and uh once that failed you know basically i don't think there was any amount of money they wouldn't have paid so yeah
1: it's yeah. it's unfortunate that they didn't go through with it be just just to just to put Fox in uh, like on the stand basically and have all like a bunch more stuff come and go into the public record. But Dominion isn't like a trillion dollar company, you know, like it getting almost a billion dollars. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good for them, especially like since they probably lost some business. That, which is the whole point. They lost yes. business because Fox was talking stuff about them. So like- Those were is, the
0: damages they were suing for. Yes.
1: Yeah. It's unfortunate. For, for us, the public, like, and the people that like really don't like Fo- Fox News personalities and everything, that's, it's unfortunate. I don't like it. But if I was Dominion and someone was like, listen, I'm just going to give you three three quarters of a billion dollars or more. no. You know, Yeah, three quarters of a million dollars or so. A little more. And a little more than that. And we'll just call it good. That I'd be like, you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. that's fine. (laughs) I take it. I probably take it. I feel bad
0: about it, but still, you know, I got a business to run. Honestly. I'm sure Sue would say that too. (laughs) Honestly, you know, like there comes a point where it's like, yeah, the money's too good. Like there's Mm -hmm. so much I can do with that much money so yeah yeah.
1: hopefully they'll give all their employees their little employees raises or something they won't but um you know a bonus would be good yeah that would be pretty cool there's a lot you good you can do with three quarters of a billion dollars even if it's just with your company
0: so why don't we take a moment to Just dream about those, all those things we could do while we take a short break, play some PSAs, promos and station IDs, and then we'll be back with more civil politics around Valley Free Radio in just a couple of minutes. Please don't go away. We'll be right back.
1: Hey, this is Wendy, host of Valley Free Radio's subculture music program, featuring new wave, post punk, indie, and electronic music from the 70s to today. Join me every Friday night from 8 to 10 p.m. here on WXOJ or stream it live from your favorite listening device at valleyfreeradio.org.
0: And we're back with civil politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm still Michael Dow. I'm still doing the show with John Roberts. Uh, Sue Timberlake's still off this week. And uh, uh, yeah, I, I, we've probably said all we need to say about uh, lamenting the, the fate of Twitter and whatever. But um, yeah, if
1: anybody know, wants to talk more about just ragging on Elon Musk, uh, my, my Twitter is at
0: PressStartLock. <laughs> <laughs> And for however long it lasts, I'm at grin and fool with me at the end. Um, Yeah. So uh, part of, of why I think Twitter's become so, you know, the whole thing about like labeling news organizations is so contentious is I wonder how Mr. Musk is going to, you know, label Fox News. I mean, is he going to label it, you know so-called news organization dishonest news organization news <laughs> organization that knowingly lies you know i mean because that's that's a big deal you know uh for all that uh we've been inveighing against fox news that many people have been condemning fox news for years and years this is you know they just flat out lied about a major news story yeah and they we know they did it because they knew they were doing it and they did it for the money. They did it for the, the ratings and whatever. And, uh, it's, it's like a, like a, a stark contrast to that kind of, uh, cynical corporatism was, uh, uh, I can't remember the name of the newspaper, but it's the the plucky little newspaper in Oklahoma. That uh, the
1: McCurtain Gazette News,
0: right? I don't know if they're uh, just a weekly or if they're actually a daily, but they uh, they decided that um, <clears throat> they thought maybe possibly the um, uh, McCurtain uh, County officials might be uh, continuing to conduct business. After they wrapped up uh, public meetings where they were discussing county business. So the publisher of the paper basically left a voice-activated recorder in the room to see if they would keep talking about public business after everyone else had left. Uh, just so, just to, to insert something important here, when he did
1: that, he mm-hmm. did confer with the, the the paper's lawyers to make sure that it was on the up and up. So there, there are yeah. some states where you can't record um, people without their consent. Um, but they, they, he made sure that everything was this. This was a, a legal <clears throat> recording. So uh, right. please continue.
0: Right. Well, and and all of those concerns have to do with an expectation of privacy. Um, mm-hmm. But the idea of like, okay, they're you know, if they're public officials continuing to do public business, then there's no, there can't be any expectation of privacy. And if they're trying to do this privately, that's actually a violation of Oklahoma state law about open meetings. Yes. You know, we have similar laws here in Massachusetts. So um, and I think those are good laws. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I, I don't know all the ins and outs. Obviously, there could have been a potential gray area, gray area there. But, you know, it seems like a a, a reasonable thing for a journalist to do and then you know, see what, what, what happened as a, you know, see what information he got on his recorder afterwards. And so what he was expecting was them saying like, yeah, you know what on second thought, you know, you know, Steve wants to, uh, wants a zoning change. Maybe we should do that or something, you know, like actually just talking business or continuing to talk shop. But what he got was in fact, uh, like the low County sheriff and other uh, officials uh, at the meeting talking about how they wanted to kill the publisher and his son, who's a reporter at the paper and uh, the various means in which they could have disposed of the bodies. And uh, they also then for a a bonus went on to talk about uh, how they missed the good old days when they could, you know, lynch people of color and, uh, uh, now people of color got more rights than they do. News to me. Yeah, I'm um, like,
1: great. Th- th- they've got more
0: <laughs> rights than we do. I I'm like, wait a minute. Are, are uh, th- this was a a bit of personal interest to me. It's like, are you suggesting that it would be okay for them to lynch me with my pale skin <laughs> you know and like well you know like it used to be we could lynch anybody you know we could just just <laughs> extrajudicially murder anyone we liked but now we can only do it to folks with pale skin so you know yeah, like the freaking woke mob not well, letting
1: us lynch everybody <laughs> I, jerks
0: yeah well i got to
1: say you know i guess we'll settle for for white people you know we got to lynch someone you
0: know, well, I'm disappointed in the woke mob for not looking out for me. You know, it's like, hey, come on, <laughs> priorities. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm a human being too. <laughs> for 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 many many values of human and or being, so we can't lynch black people anymore. So much for the tolerant left, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah oh geez wow i thought i thought you guys were all about letting people
0: be themselves (laughs) yeah it's a little i'm gonna stop now yeah i am i am reminded of pretty much the last time i watched south park which was years ago but like the kids were appalled by the town flag which basically depicted you know a a kkk murdering a, a a black guy yeah and you know, and the town fathers are like, oh my God, this flag, you're right, it's terrible. And they change it so now it's like, you know, a multi ethnic lynching as opposed <laughs> to just white. People. And the kids are still like, oh, man. no. It's the murder that's the problem. Yeah, Remember the, when South Park the racism was good? makes it worse, but like the <laughs> fundamental problem's the murder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. Uh, and I gotta say, I was astonished to learn that they actually still make South Park, which they I guess in season like twenty six. I guess, which makes me a middle-aged man.
1: <laughs> it's crazy that they, yeah, um, they but do. yeah, they
0: would be in twenty, yeah, because it started in like like ninety-seven or ninety-eight. Ninety-eight, so, yeah, yeah. This is yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Twenty-five mm-hmm. years ago, so wow. God, I Excellent. was living in North Amherst back then. Oh my God, I yeah. was in North Amherst. Well, not I, not I, not anymore. But you know. <laughs> Back then uh, it was all I could manage.
1: <laughs> I think I think going back to the, to the Oklahoma thing, one oh, right, right horrifying yes. people. Horrifying. Yes. Um and they've made statements like you know, like whatever jerks. But yeah. um the the I think the most important thing to take away from this, other than they were they wanted to like kill people and, and bury their bodies on large plots of land on the outskirts of town. Um local reporting yeah is vital um and one of the problems with one of the things that twitter does bad going back to that is it just like people just share the stories you know like uh they don't go to the websites um they just read like little snippets and everything and continue on and uh the websites and the papers lose revenue but the more important thing is that they're just not as popular. You know, people are going to radio and, and TV and stuff for their news and they're not doing papers and, you know, and plus like with things like Craigslist and Angie's list and everything like they, um, they're not getting any money from classifieds anymore. So yeah, papers, papers need, we need to subsidize them somehow. Um because the, the this well, this what about guy, like a
0: thousand dollars a month for a gold? Ch- Wait, no. That's sorry. Oh, that's them oh, paying no. the money. Ooh, no, out. no, no. Oh, um. No. Mm. Yikes. Um, but uh, yeah. This
1: this guy, he he's a uh, he's at a, he's at his local paper, and he's like, I don't think I think something hinky's going on there. He just leaves a recorder going, and then goes back later and collects it. That's all he did. Yeah, and it. And if he was right, and he he was like, I don't know if I'm right. I'm going to check it out. So if he was right, and it was what he thought, it still would have been a big local story because they were doing yeah. business after hours. Like they would have got in trouble. But this is huge, and it's got national coverage. Sure. You know, and a lot of stories, a lot of the stories that we talk about on, on this show, and this is why I always try to blink and say like where we're getting the stuff from and everything um because the the a lot of the stories like from the AP and national organizations they're all referencing like these little papers that are around you know like or or like um mm-hmm. these mids these regional papers you know yeah um and without them, without the the little papers like going to the state house, like sending people to the state house or sending people to town meetings like around here, there are some there are reporters that go to town meeting sometimes, yeah in amherst and they and they get stories like crazy stuff happens, you know
0: because nobody goes to town meeting who'd want to go so yeah my it's, my my ex wife uh you know, hi, Sam. Um, Aye. uh, one time she was back like twenty odd years ago. She was working for the Daily Hampshire Gazette, and she like there was some kind of town meeting thing or whatever. I don't remember much of the details anymore. I think it was uh when she was working in South Hadley, but like she called like the town hall because she had a question about something at the town meeting, and it had involved like they'd uh the the town had like decided to uh dismiss one of the local police officers for some kind of misconduct but they didn't want to talk about it publicly because it was kind of embarrassing for reasons i don't really remember what they were something to do with like you know parking tickets and you know revenue you know like like doing stuff they shouldn't have been doing and whatever i don't i don't Remember yeah. the details. But the point is, like, Michelle called up and uh, like, you know, Friday afternoon and she got like, uh, you know, like the intern or whatever, who didn't know that they weren't supposed to, like, share information. So the person <laughs> was just like, oh, yeah, well, uh, here's this, you know, and basically just read the whole thing. And, you know, Michelle's like, oh, can you can you fax those documents to me? Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know fax machines, how old timey. But yeah, so, you know, Michelle actually broke this story that was kind of big news in South Hadley for, you know, at least a a minute, you know, but outside of South Hadley, I don't think anybody cared. Wow. you know, and it's exactly the kind of thing that only happens because there was a small town newspaper where somebody just called up and asked questions and, you know, uh, you know, happened to just you know, shake the tree at the right time and this little thing plopped down and, whew, you know, and it was yeah. uh, it was a bit of a scoop. So that's that.
1: Yeah. It, stuff like that. Like, um, you know, there there's there isn't stuff that just you don't know what story is going to go national. Right. You don't know what story is going to affect change. You know? And like, Twitter helps small... a lot of those stories yes, go national.
0: That's, I mean, that's why we heard about Michael Brown in uh, Ferguson, Missouri, or the, uh, the Justins 2 in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like I first heard about that on Twitter and people sort of talking about it on Twitter, I think, is what made it something that larger news organizations, you know, couldn't ignore
1: yeah i mean that, that's that's the power of social media but yeah. the yeah the the your local paper if you can afford it um you know support the your it's the local paper whatever whatever paper is around you because they probably even if even if you think they're like kind of mid like you know whatever reporting they're still reporting things yeah and it's still in also like good reporters they start out at these little papers nobody yeah. just shows up at the new york times ready to go you know they they work at the the atlanta Sentinel or or whatever you know like they they work at like like little organizations and they keep going
0: or or this the is, andover townsman or something exactly yeah. the recorder yeah
1: you know like the 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 paper and uh up in um green franklin, franklin county like yeah, uh, yeah like the recorder or the or the the republican you know yep. like these little papers that are able to fall around our officials and say hey what did you mean by this because npr is not going to send a dude from washington to just cover springfield right you know, so right. If you, I mean, in the, um, it, you know, first, obviously you donate to Valley for Radio, valleyforradio.org, uh, slash donate. But after that, please um, do. Yeah. Uh, you can, you know, try to support your local paper, like buy a paper every so often or, or get a, get an online subscription. Yeah. Um, well, I, you know, and that's... usually cheap, you know, like if again, yeah. if you can afford it, if you have the money line around, then it's, um, it's good to support your local reporting.
0: Yeah, it's honestly, I, I, you know, I I spend money on stuff like that. Uh, And also I support like the local, uh, you know, five college radio or whatever, New England News Network or whatever it is. NEPM. NEPM. Yeah. I, 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 I send them money in part because like they are actually sending people out to like the local town meetings and reporting on, on local news. And it's just, it's another outlet. Mm-hmm. Um and I actually include that because like I send money off to you know like the ACLU and Amnesty International and uh uh you know uh you know worthy charities and whatnot that are you know Doctors Without Borders because it's like yeah you know I we we need to support medical care for people all over the world and it would be nice if we stopped torturing people or whatever what? but also yeah. Yeah, um, crazy talk. I know, and then, but but also, like, yeah, you know, we, we also need like reporting because, yeah. like, that's that's part of how all that works is is finding out what's going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> there's a there's a really interesting book uh, by a guy named I think was it Douglas Hofstetter. I can't remember the name of the writer now, but the book is called King Leopold's Ghost. And it's a fascinating and horrifying read about uh, the uh, uh, how King Leopold of Belgium basically wound up getting his own vast personal colony in Central Africa, the what eventually became the Belgian Congo. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the the shocking uh, amounts of murder and destruction and whatnot that that He didn't care about because he just he wanted to get rich and he got rich off of uh, ivory and rubber. Um, But part of what brought an end to his personal kleptocracy was uh, the international outcry and. uh, The ability of people to go in and report and then spread the word around, you know, in international news uh is part of what made things at least less awful for all the people living in you know what's now uh the the Republic of the Congo and so forth um certainly it it, it you know like the, the it's it it's what uh, Joseph Conrad wrote heart of darkness about right um so you know there there's there's just a value to having people out there uh, telling the truth and then being able to 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 spread it far and wide to people, yeah. Um, and it's uh, it, it's it's a big part of what we're trying to be a small part of here at Civil Politics. So for better, or for worse. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully for sure. we're not. Hopefully we're not ruining it for everybody else. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I. Uh...
1: I know. I mmm that's that's hard to that's hard to know. I think yeah. everybody else should let us know. Uh, contact at civilpoliticsradio.com or at civilpoliticsfm fm on you know Twitter. We're not we never had a blue check and we're never gonna have one. So, you know, yeah just so you know. Um <laughs> uh you mentioned the um uh the the Tennessee um the representatives, Justin and Justin, I forget their last names. They I do too, were, but they both uh, would
0: return to uh, their, their, their seats in an interim yeah, basis.
1: They, um, th- thankfully, uh, their respective districts appoint, basically appointed them to be their yep. representatives before. And because they can appoint anybody they want. So they got yes. kicked out. The, the people said, no, go back. So they did. And now they'll have to run in a special election, which they will probably win. I would think it was the
0: didn't they they both win by sizable margins? Yeah, yeah. yeah, They
1: they were they were very popular, and they're going to be way more popular now. Like this sort of thing is is what launches national careers. Yes, you know, and they're both like early mid twenties, I think. So um, they got. They got some juice now, and the the yeah. funniest thing is this is the the g o p in um in their in their state house just going full Streisand effect, yeah, just yeah what you could have just left it alone and yeah. nobody would know their names and now now they have like a cute nickname they're the Justins, we yeah. know them now. <laughs>
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they rise to uh, national prominence and whatnot. You know, maybe, yeah. you know, you know, run for and, and win office in, from Tennessee uh, at the federal level. Who knows? Exactly. Um, like
1: maybe one of them could be in uh, uh, in the House or a senator, maybe not a yeah. senator from Tennessee, but still uh, like a like a house, like someone from the House like that. That is a very high possibility now. Um, or they could be appointed to something. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But the people the Justin's could
0: join the squad. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs>
1: the uh like people people know who they are now. Yeah, and yeah. And mm-hmm. people know um what they're about. And it it, it it's all because the the Republicans in the Tennessee State House thought that they were egging people on to spit on the the other members, which they which they said was inciting violence, yeah, and that is the official reason why they were kicked out inciting violence,
0: yeah, wow,
1: wow, well, just it's
0: yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's it's not quite on a par with uh, beating Senator Sumner with a cane on the floor of the Senate. Mm, but, or peeing know. in someone's seat. Right, which is, that's a thing that's actually happened there, right? Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah, it's
1: one of the things that happened in Tennessee. Yeah. That's
0: right. It's like, yeah, somebody else did that, but they weren't expelled. So. Jeez. One of the things I really like is they've been, um, since they've returned, they've been pointing out like, yeah. So uh, perhaps the clerk of the house could read out what the uh, residency requirements are for actually representing a district. Because I guess <laughs> the speaker of the, the assembly is um, like has basically admitted that he lives full time in Nashville and not in the district that he represents, which oh, makes wow. him ineligible under Tennessee law to actually be the representative from that district. Literally a carpetbagger. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and and it, you know, because because like you know, in the same way, like oh, if you're, you know, a congressperson and you're you've got on a place to live in Washington D.C., well, that makes sense. You've got to be in Washington D.C. a good part of the year for your job. But you know, like in theory, anyways, you live back in your your home state or your home district. But Mm -hmm. no, like this guy is like, no, my primary residence is you know my home in Nashville with my wife and kids, and it's like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, that's um, it's why a lot of lawmakers in Washington um actually rent out like a house. Yeah, like they they all have a room in a in like a brownstone or something, and they just like crash out there because they don't want to buy a house in or rent a full apartment in Washington. So there there are like a few basically frat houses. In Washington, like close to the Capitol. Yeah. Like like no no kidding. Like they actually made a TV show out of it. It's really funny.
0: Do they have keggers, bra? I do mean they, do do they do they rush? Do they haze? What's going on, bro? Yeah. I mean <laughs> I, <laughs> just just thinking about Mitch McConnell doing a doing a keg stand. Uh think about that. I don't think it's safe for turtles to do that kind of thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering how you're gonna work turtles. Into it.
0: <laughs> like I I don't think their anatomy is built for that, you know? <laughs>
1: I well, you know, you the turtle tries to do the the cake stand, and then it falls on his back and he's just wiggling around. You don't know if he's drunk or just or just out of balance. Like it's all it's a whole thing.
0: Hmm. Yeah.
1: But, you know, like he'll he'll Get up on it, get up on his feet again, and go get that next solo cup. And that—that that is an inspiration.
0: I'm—I'm I'm inspired. Is he out of the <laughs> hospital? By the way, <laughs> he is. He has returned to Congress. Well, I'm sorry his public career continues, but I'm glad his his health has returned. So agreed. Yeah, we're not monsters anyway. like him. Right. But speaking of monstrous, I hear the music—the terrible, terrible music. Wow, that's a good one. Um, so I guess we've got to wrap it up. Uh, yeah. So that's that's going to do it for civil politics tonight here on Valley Free Radio uh, and valleyfreeradio.org slash donate. Please do donate to support our plucky nonprofit. And coming up next is subculture, followed by Table of Contents at ten, and then OK Asia at midnight. Uh, there's a podcast of this show will be available tomorrow morning and uh, listen to us all over again on Monday afternoon at four. All right. Thanks for listening, folks. Good night. Civil Politics is a member of the Planetside Podcast Network. To learn more, go to planetsidepodcasts.com.